Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video, we're we'll going over my top five defenses to stream for week number 15 of the 2023 fantasy football season as well as at the end of the video talking about three bonus defenses that you guys might want to be streaming this week as well but before we could get into things I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below and while you're down there whether you are new to the channel or not please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video it would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on twitter or x please do so at notorious fntsy so without further I do. Let's get into my week number 15 defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with my number one defense to be streaming for week number 15, the New Orleans Saints going up against the New York football giants at home in New Orleans. The Saints defense is currently being rostered in 66.4% of leagues on ESPN and 44.3% of leagues on NFL. So if you play on CBS, Sleeper, Yahoo, any of those other fantasy football platforms, then the roster ship percentage is going to be different. In some cases, it might be a minute difference, or in some cases, there might be a large difference difference from one website one platform to the other so the Saints week 14 they go up against the Carolina Panthers on Sunday they win 28 to 6 they make Bryce Young look like an absolute buffoon back there running around like a chicken with his head cut off the Saints defense had four sacks two fumble recoveries one touchdown and just six points allowed now the Saints defense to me has definitely been a little bit underwhelming this season they hadn't personally lived up to my expectations but when it comes to streaming defenses you don't necessarily need the fucking Avengers to assemble on defense you don't need the 85 Bears for a defense to be good in fantasy football because what we're really looking at is a defense that I believe can perform up against their opponent and the Giants are a great opponent to pick on the Giants do not play until tonight on the doubleheader or technically not a doubleheader but both the games going on at the exact same time on Monday Night Football up against the Packers so we have to go back to week number 12 for the Giants opponents defensive stats since they were on bye in week number 13 so the Patriots go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Giants in the bowl for potentially a top three pick and the Giants end up winning that game 7-10. to The Patriots are 10-7. to Obviously, the Patriots lose that game 7-10. to Six sacks for the Patriots, one fumble recovery, and 10 points allowed. Now, I know everyone across the United States loves the passing Paisan. They love Tommy DeVito, the Italian Stallion. But at the end of the day, while it is fun watching Tommy DeVito go out there and ball, when push comes to shove... I feel as though the Saints defense is going to wreak fucking havoc, wreak hell all over the Giants offensive line. I think the New Orleans Saints defense is going to pressure Tommy DeVito a ton in this spot, and I think he is going to make a lot of mistakes. Again, while Tommy DeVito may be able to pull a rabbit out of his hat every once in a while, I do not believe that will happen in week number 15 up against the New Orleans Saints at number two we got the Atlanta Falcons going up against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina the Falcons defense currently rostered in 53.3 percent of leagues on ESPN 19.5 percent rostered on NFL so I don't you might be thinking Nick the first defense we talked about the Saints were rostered in 66.4 percent of leagues on ESPN this defense is owned in 53.3 percent of leagues on ESPN but let me tell you after these two defenses it is very easy to find the third, fourth, and fifth defense on your waiver wire. Again, 
The Falcons are still going to be available in a bunch of leagues on NFL, other platforms. Again, the roster ship percentage is going to be different. So with the Atlanta Falcons, they went up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. The defense honestly played pretty shit. If we're being honest, they lose 25 to 29. They get just one sack, 27 points allowed. But while the Buccaneers aren't this offense that anyone's really getting on their knees, given the Gawk Gawk 9000 special, right? No one is enamored immensely with the Buccaneers offense, but the Buccaneers offense is up here and the Carolina Panthers defense is in the fucking sewer chilling with the Ninja Turtles, right? Chilling with the fucking clown from it. The Carolina Panthers offense, I know they get rid of Frank Reich and they kind of have that spark initially. But that spark went clean out in week number 14. Like we just talked about, the Saints played up against the Panthers. They win 28-6. Four sacks, two from recoveries, one touchdown, and six points allowed. I say this every single week, but I genuinely still think that we shouldn't just be labeling Bryce Young as this colossal bust instantly this early in his career. But as of right now, in week 15 of the 2023 NFL season, we are going to continue to target. We are going to target Saints style, the Panthers defense. Or the Panthers offense. I mean, the Panthers defense isn't that great either. But the Falcons, again, they don't have this world-beating defense but most defenses look great. Shout out Tony the Tiger up against the Carolina Panthers. Next up, we move to defense to stream number three, the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in Indianapolis. 29.8% rostered on ESPN, 40.2% rostered on NFL. Now the Colts defense recently, while they have been kind of hot or cold, they are a team that forces a lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes out of their opposing Offense. Now, the Colts defense week 14 up against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Technically, I know the Colts got rolled up like a blunt and smoked 14 to 34. They lose that game. Drake Browning goes off yet again. One INT, one touchdown, and 34 points allowed for the Colts defense. So, get an interception, they get a touchdown. I know they allowed 34 points, but I would be perplexed. I would be more shocked than Macaulay Culkin on the fucking cover photo of the DVD of Home Alone, right? I really do believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers offense with kissing titties Mitchell Trubisky, I know last week I hinted maybe it'll be slightly better with Trubisky, right? Maybe it's just a little bit better than with Kenny Pickett under center. No, shit is much worse, right? This Pittsburgh Steelers offense is a disgrace to the National Football League. You got smacked by Bailey Zappi, the Zappinator. So the Indianapolis Colts defense, again, I'm not claiming they're this amazing defense, but they know how to get to the quarterback. They know how to get interceptions. They've got a nose for the end zone as well because they've scored a decent amount of touchdowns this season. I think going up against Kissin' Titties Mitchell Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Colts defense could put Trubisky in a mental pretzel and absolutely feast in this game. The Patriots defense in week 14, Thursday night football game that everyone projected to be a snooze fest was actually a little bit interesting, but again, that was mostly due to the Patriots offense. They get the W21 to 18, two sacks, one INT, and 18 points allowed. I expect the Colts defense at the very least to put up similar numbers to that. I don't think that the Pittsburgh Steelers offense is going to be able to score more than 24 points, and I think you're going to be 
pretty happy with the Colts defense this week, especially since the pickings of defenses to stream this week is very low. It is slim pickings this week. So I think that the Colts right now, based upon all of the defenses that I looked at, based upon defenses that you can actually fucking pick up off the waiver wire, the Colts would be the third best. At number four, we got the Los Angeles Rams going up against the Washington Commanders at home in LA. 15.4% rostered on ESPN for the Rams, 5.3% rostered on NFL. If you guys have enjoyed today's video thus far, please make sure if you are new to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. So the Rams defense, week 14 at the Baltimore Ravens. They lose 31 to 37. Technically, the defense slash special teams allows 37 points, but the defense only allowed 31 because the Ravens win the game in overtime from a punt return touchdown. The most Rams way to lose the game ever. Like it really felt like the Rams had a lot of opportunities to win that were just squandered. And then that return for a touchdown was just kind of the icing on the cake. The Rams defense was all over Lamar Jackson. Now I know at the end of the day, Lamar didn't look necessarily flustered all game long, right? Lamar was still able to put up a very solid performance. But when we're talking about the Ravens offense and you compare the Ravens offense to the commander's offense, it's night and day, right? The Rams up against the Ravens. Again, they lose in Baltimore, two sacks, one INT, one safety, 37 points allowed. This now marks two weeks in a row where the Rams defense get an interception and a safety and two sacks. So again, while the Rams defense, another defense, actually, I would say the Rams defense is not underwhelming because the Saints defense entering into the year, everyone was kind of on the bandwagon of thinking, you know, the Saints defense will be all right. They'll be pretty solid. I think everyone counted out the LA Rams, Geno Smith style, and the Rams defense didn't write back, right? The Rams defense has been very, very solid. Now the commanders are another case of a bye week. So we got to hop in the hot tub time machine. Great film, I might add. Back to week 13 for the commander's opponent's defensive stats. And that was up against the Dolphins where the Dolphins defense just put the commander's in a fucking casket, right? The commander's offense was inept. They were limp dick. Sam Howell was getting rocked all game long, getting pressured all game long. And the Dolphins defense was dominant. They win 45 to 15, three sacks, one INT, one touchdown, 15 points allowed. Now, the reason why I have the Rams ranked at four and not three ahead of the Indianapolis Colts is because the commander's offense are a little frisky, right? While Sam Howell gets sacked all the time, he takes more sacks than Mia Malkova. When push comes to shove, for some reason, Eric Bieniemy just always has this offense with a little bit of a spark in it. So if the commanders got rolled up on here, if the Rams destroyed the commanders, it wouldn't be surprising at all. But it also wouldn't surprise me if Sam Howell got a little bit lucky Right, was up all night to get lucky and threw like two touchdowns, three touchdowns in this game. So again, while I really do like the Rams defense, the reason why they're not ranked higher is because the commander's offense, even when they're down for the count, has that sneaky garbage time upside to potentially sell your defense up the river. 
But also, again, Sam Howell takes a lot of sacks, so the Rams' defense should be just fine. Before we move on into my final defense to stream, as well as the additional defenses to stream, the bonus defenses, at the end of today's video, I would like to give you guys a quick word from our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a great offer for you guys today, but first I want to explain to you guys how the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em game works because it's the best place to play Pick'em in the whole entire universe. Now we're going to be talking about the Monday games here. We got the Titans versus the Dolphins as well as the Giants versus the Packers. So we're going to scroll down to the Dolphins and we are going to go ahead and go with Devin Achain. 54 and a half rushing yards. We're going to hit the higher on that one up against the Titans run defense. And then we're going to scroll all the way down to the Packers versus Giants game and go with Jaden Reed higher than 40 and a half receiving yards. If both of these picks hit, we receive three times our entry fee. Now, if you do three picks, it's six times. Four picks is 10 times, and five picks is 20 times your entry fee, assuming that all of the picks hit. Now, if you live in one of the states on your screen right now, and you are new to Underdog Fantasy, if you use promo code NOTORIOUS or click on the link in the video description, you'll receive a first match deposit bonus of up to $100. If you deposit $50, you get an additional $50, $25, additional $25. The minimum deposit on Underdog Fantasy is $10. If you have a gambling problem, please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back on into things here, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the cold like Minnesota Vikings at home in Cincinnati. 13.3% rostered on ESPN, 34% rostered on NFL. Now the Bengals defense looked really solid up against the Indianapolis Colts and Gardner Minshew, winning 34-14, three sacks, one INT, one fumble recovery, and eight points allowed. The Bengals defense... Another one where it's been a case of up and down all season long. There were points where the defense literally was flopping around like a fish out of water. There was points in the season where the Bengals defense really stood on their head and kind of had a huge game just like up against the Colts last week. Now, the reason why I like the Bengals so much is because of the Vikings offense. Now, a couple of weeks ago, the Vikings defense or the Vikings defense is still good, but the Vikings offense was on top of the fucking world, right? Joshua Dobbs gets traded there. He comes in on like a two-day notice and wins the game, right? And then he gets on this streak. He's looking good. But ever since that Chicago Bears game prior to the bye in prime time where the lights are shining bright, Joshua Dobbs has crumbled, right? Fallen off a wall like Humpty Dumpty. And there is a chance this week that Joshua Dobbs isn't even the starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Last week on Sunday, they go up against the Las Vegas Raiders in Viva Las Vegas. They lose. The Raiders lose 0-3. Congrats. The Vikings win 3-0. But the only score in that game, the only field goal came in the fourth quarter, and that was when 9-inch Nick Mullins was under center. So when Dobbs is under center, this offense is moving moving at snail's pace. Now I know, Nick, it doesn't help that Justin Jefferson got hurt. Well, I don't even know if Justin Jefferson's going to fucking play in this game. The Raiders defense, five sacks, three points allowed. The Vikings benching Josh Dobbs in the fourth quarter, to me, legitimately signifies that there might be a change at quarterback to mean that Nick Mullins is the starter up against the Bengals. Especially since prior to the bye week, there was, you know, the head coach was yapping, you know, talking, the little birdies were chirping, saying that maybe Josh Dobbs wouldn't be the starter up against the Raiders. 
And now, with how Josh Dobbs has looked two weeks in a row like a two-pack of goddamn ass, I think that the Vikings might turn the other cheek. You know, the Lynn Sanity run of Josh Dobbs is over the past or not. Go back to NASA, buddy, because it might be Nick Mullins' time. Now, do I necessarily believe that's the best decision for the team? I don't think so. Like, I think Josh Dobbs is better than Nick Mullins. But at this point, Mike got to have to pull the plug here on Joshua Dobbs. Now we move to the additional defenses to stream. Now, these are defenses that probably aren't available in your league. But if they were available, I would stream them over every single defense that we've talked about in today's video. So the Dolphins versus the Jets. I know Zach Wilson got a win yesterday, Nick. Oh, my God. Right? Zach Wilson. You know, the Jets fans are going to be saying, Nick, the Jets are going to play the Dolphins close. I already know what's happening. And it's a smackdown, brother. Hulk Hogan style. The Dolphins defense is going to get the revenge. Now, the Dolphins defense, they went hog wild against Tim Boyle. Right? But Jalen Phillips was a casualty in that game. And the Dolphins are getting their lick back. They're going to have a huge performance defensively against the Jets. And you can count on that. Then we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Just another team with quarterback fever. Oh my God, Bailey's happy. Come on, man. I know the Chiefs defense isn't great, but I really think that this is a come down to earth moment for Zappi. And then the Niners at the Arizona Cardinals. I actually love the Arizona Cardinals offense. I love Kyler Murray. He's looked really good, but Kyler is going to be running, running all game long from the 49ers defense. Kyler is going to be more scared than the dude who woke up in the Godfather with a horse head his beds. Thank you guys all so much for watching. I love you guys all so much from deep down the depths of my heart. Thank you guys all so much. We are knocking on the door to 31,000 subscribers. So if you're not subscribed already, make sure you do so. Make sure you guys hit that like button, whether you are subscribed or not. It really helps me out a ton. Thank you guys for all the support. Again, I really do appreciate you. We'll be back a little bit later with my week 15 waiver wire ads. Let's try to eat a W. First week of the playoffs for most of you guys. Let's survive and advance, baby. And hopefully these defenses will be able to help you out. I love you guys all so much. Hope you have a great guys' day. And as always, good boy.